You are now listening to the Soul and Wonder Podcast, episode 42, Sleep Health with James Swanick. Welcome to the Soul and Wonder Podcast, where the conduits of the body, depths of the mind, and atlas of the soul are explored with devotion. Through cultural exchange, Christopher and Sarah and their guests will deliver sacred wisdom from around the globe, uncovering the hidden gems of conscious living and holistic healing, all to empower you on your journey of self-discovery. And now, here are your hosts, Christopher and Sarah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Soul and Wonder podcast. We are your hosts, Sarah and Christopher. Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah, you know what? This is such a great time to celebrate in whichever way you feel most connected. It's a wonderful time to connect with your family, your friends. Most importantly, though, guys, it's the end of the year. And you know what that means? It's time to start thinking about your goals, your aspirations for 2018. Yes. So however you connect, this could be by journaling, putting down your goals, your affirmations, what you need to do to really kick off the year in the right way. You know, we personally like our whiteboards, having a vision board with all of the things that you want to do and and accomplish. Of course, we have our morning visualization practice where we meditate together on our successes to come and what we want for our future. But you know what, guys? It's all about accountability. Share your goals, share your dreams with your family, your friends. Make it public on Facebook posts because once you do that, you're holding yourself accountable to making this happen and hire a coach. That's why we do what we do because it's great to have that accountability partner to help walk you through the process. Exactly. Coaches are extremely powerful. We even have our own coach. So coaches need coaches. Everybody needs coaches. (laughs) That is so true. The world would be a much better place if we all just hired a coach in some form or fashion. But anyway, guys, we have an awesome interview today with James Swanick. He's an Australian-American investor, entrepreneur, speaker, former sports center anchor. Guys, he does a lot of stuff. But before we get into his bio and before we get into this incredible interview, we just want to share a little love note that Love Being Alive put on our iTunes reviews for the Soul and Wonder podcast. And it goes something like this remarkable sarah and chris are absolutely incredible they have brought to me such spiritual pleasure just listen to them speak to others you will immediately fall in love i think christopher needs glasses i do (laughs) sometimes i squint you know and i don't want to admit it but i might need a little pair of reading glasses but you know what love being alive that really brought a lot of joy to our hearts when we read that because this is like our life goal. We want people to feel spiritually and holistically connected to not only us, but the speakers. You know, we want you to be able to use Soul and Wonder as that space to find what makes you tick and to really just bring out that joy in your life. So I'm so glad that you feel this way. And I hope that we can keep bringing this space to you to continue increasing your spiritual pleasure. That is right. So Tell us a little bit about James. So James Swanick, or Swanwick, for those of you who want to pronounce the W in his name. And we actually go over that in the episode. <laughs> He's an Australian-American investor, entrepreneur, speaker, former Sports Center anchor on ESPN, and host of the James Swanick Show podcast. 
He's also the CEO of Swanwick Sleep and creator of blue light blocking glasses, Swannies. Pretty stylish, I might add, which helps people sleep better. And he's also the author of the 30-Day No Alcohol Challenge, which helps people reduce or quit alcohol entirely. And actually, Forbes listed James as one of 25 professional networking experts to watch in 2015. That's pretty inspirational. He's even interviewed celebrities, including Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, George Clooney, and even Arnold Schwarzenegger which I thought was pretty cool. So as we said, James is the host of the James Swanick Show and has been interviewed on podcasts including Bulletproof Radio, Ben Greenfield Fitness, Art of Charm, news sites including Huffington Post, Entrepreneur Magazine, Psychology Today, and Yahoo Health, and TV shows Live with Kelly and KTLA. James has been all over the place, and rightly so. He has a wealth of knowledge on sleep and our health in this regard. And he, like we said, he created the Swanee's um, blue light blocking glasses. So in today's interview, we're going to dive into the topic of sleep. This is something we find is heavily neglected in any kind of healing realm, honestly. I don't know if it's because we as a society don't want to address it (laughs) or we're scared to, but it's definitely neglected. But first and foremost, we dive into James's interesting journey of how he got to where he is today and what influenced him to create these blue light blocking glasses to help people sleep better. It's a pretty funny story and he's great at telling it. We're going to also break apart all the reasons we're not getting a true good night's sleep and how that's negatively affecting our lives on all levels. And I really do mean all levels. But of course, we're not just going to dump the problem on you. James is going to provide the perfect solution for not only overcoming these issues, but also shares information about his 30-day no alcohol challenge and how eliminating or reducing your alcohol consumption can significantly enhance not only your sleep, but quality of life. And that is something that Chris and I can attest to. Absolutely. So you're bound to leave this episode not only more educated on a variety of subjects regarding your health, but also inspired to utilize the tools James gives us to create an overall healthier lifestyle. And by the way, guys, we want you to stick around to the end of the episode for our health tip, as well as an opportunity to transform your life in ways you never thought possible. Ooh, that's exciting. It is. So what do you say? You want to you wanna get into this? Let's dive in. All righty. Catch you guys on the flip side. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Christopher and Sarah here with James. How you doing today, James? Doing so great, Christopher and Sarah. How you doing? We are wonderful, and we're so happy to have you here because this is one of our favorite topics that we think is totally being neglected, and considering our podcast is a holistic wellness podcast, we're just so excited to have you on the show to talk about sleep and this wonderful product you've created. Yeah, sleep is the most important thing for uh, for us humans. I mean, we have to sleep in order to restore our bodies, to restore our minds, to feel happy. And if we're happy, we have great relationships. And if we have great relationships, we're happy. And it's just this perpetual cycle. So sleep is just, it's one of those things that recently has come back into humans' consciousness. I think we neglected it for, for many years. But now with, with the 
increase in electronics that are affecting our sleep, I think now people are becoming aware just how important sleep is. Absolutely. You definitely hit the nail on the head there because I think right now we are in a shift in many aspects, but we can kind of get into that in a little bit. But before we kind of dive into this topic of sleep, um, which we're going to go into some great detail here, I want you to, if you can, just kind of tell the listeners a bit about yourself, um, who you are, where you started, and kind of how you, what path you took to get where you are today. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm from Brisbane, Australia, um, and uh, I was here until I was, when I say here, I'm actually in Brisbane, Australia at the moment. I was here until I was 23 years old, and then I went over to London as a journalist. I became a sports journalist and worked for Sky Sports, which is kind of like the British equivalent of Fox Sports. Um, and then I did something really dumb. I fell in love with an English girl. <laughs> she, she broke up. She broke my heart, and I was like, you know what, I got to get out of this country. I was so heartbroken. I, but I didn't want to go back to Australia, and I didn't really want to stay in the UK anymore at that stage. So, for no particular reason, I got on a flight and went to Los Angeles, and that was in 2003. And I ended up interviewing movie stars for a living. So I would interview Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, and I would sell those interviews to magazines and newspapers around the world, and created a nice little. Um, um, business for myself, I guess. Uh, in 2008, when the financial crisis hit, though, uh, I lost my business because overnight with this financial Armageddon, people started paying me less and um, not wanting to, um, you know, buy as many stories from me. And that was kind of like my first real um, traumatic experiences at, at, an, as an entrepreneur, as a failing entrepreneur, I guess. So I ended up going down to Argentina for six months to learn Spanish and nice. drink red wine and learn tango. And then, <laughs> when I, and then I came back to to LA and uh, to Los Angeles in 2010 where I, I realized a, a lifelong dream of hosting a, a television show. I became a sports center anchor on ESPN where I got to talk about sports all day. And that was so much fun. But then at the end of a couple of years, I really wanted to go back to being an entrepreneur again. And so I quit ESPN and and uh, and then I, I've, I've been in, in internet businesses and um, physical product businesses uh, ever, ever since. I helped social drinkers uh, quit alcohol for 30 days through um, a program called 30 Day No Alcohol Challenge. And then, um, you know, I, I started to be very interested in sleep. My sleep wasn't terrific. It was okay, but it wasn't great. And then I stumbled across a, a product um, which really improved my sleep. And then subsequently in the last couple of years, I've created my own version of that and 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 we create and, and, and sell sleep products and help people sleep better. And I guess you could say I've become uh, somewhat of a, a sleep expert uh, in recent years. So that's how I, that's how I got here. I did, that's a great story too, like following your path all around, uh, especially Argentina. <laughs> what sort mm -hmm. of benefits were you experiencing that got you inspired enough to dive into this sleep realm and become, you know, a businessman promoting a product that helps sleep? Yeah, well, the main products that, that, um, that I'm known for uh, are a pair of blue light blocking glasses, and they're called Swannies. Um, I love the name. name <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, my last name is Swanwick. You know, my name is James Swanwick, and my nickname always with with my American friends was Swanee. Hey, Swanee, how you doing, Swanee? <laughs> and so, um, 
when we created these these blue light blocking glasses, um, we just said let's call them Swannies, and and it really stuck. People really liked that name. But how it came about was this: I was in Palm Springs, California, and I was with a, a friend of mine, a British expat by the name of Mark Darman, and he's a he's a very well known health personal trainer, and he's um, trained a lot of celebrities in Hollywood. And we were at a restaurant. And he was wearing a very ugly pair of blue light blocking glasses, you know, <laughs> kind of like Uvex glasses that you might wear if you were mowing the lawn or protecting your eyes from flying shrapnel or, oh boy. If, you <laughs> or if you happen to want to go to the gun range at any time in your life and, and they get you to wear protective, uh, you know, protective glasses. He was wearing a pair of those glasses and they're very unsightly and it's not an attractive look, I have to say. And <laughs> there were... There was a very attractive table of women adjacent <laughs> to our table, and I looked at, and I looked over to them and I looked to Mark and I said, "Mark, get those ridiculous glasses off. You look ridiculous, and you're making me look ridiculous by association." And um, <laughs> and he laughed and he said, "He said, no man, I'm I'm protecting my eyes from the blue light." And I said, "Blue light? What are you talking about?" And then Mark went on to tell me that the blue light that blue light was coming from the hotel lights, a blue light is emitted from our cell phone, blue light is emitted from our television screen, from our bathroom light, from our bedside lamp, from our kitchen light, from the speedometer in our cars, from the gushes of McDonald's that you see when you drive down the road, from traffic lights. All of this light at night is emitting an artificial blue light. Now, that blue light during the daytime is actually okay for humans. It's all right because we're already awake. However, blue light at night is very detrimental to our sleep because what the blue light does is that it tricks our brain and it tricks our body into believing that it's daytime when it's actually nighttime. And what that does is that it prevents our body from creating melatonin prevents our body from naturally creating this melatonin production that of course helps us fall asleep, that helps us sleep soundly, and then ultimately helps us wake up in the morning feeling nice and refreshed. So every time you are lying in bed at night, scrolling through your cell phone, looking at your Instagram, checking your email, every time you're lying in bed or sitting on your sofa at nighttime watching Netflix, watching Game of Thrones on a Sunday night, <laughs> That blue light is stimulating your pineal and pituitary glands, tricking your brain and body into believing that it's daytime. And that will show up as you either struggling to fall asleep or you may toss and turn in the night. Or even if you get seven or eight hours of sleep, you may wake up the next morning still feeling a little bit tired and lethargic and you don't know why. Mm -hmm. So... That was really where my understanding of the danger of blue light um, was created. Um, unfortunately, um, Mark was wearing a very unsightly pair of blue light blocking glasses. <laughs> and, so, and so later on, I set about trying to create a stylish pair of blue light blocking glasses. And I think we've done that with our, with our Swannies. Mm -hmm. So when you were sitting there with your friend, were you curious to try it out? And is that how you started to see the benefits before you decided to dive into business with it? Well, what happened was is that I, I went back to Los Angeles from Palm Springs a couple of nights later. And I dug into my 
um, into my cupboard, and I found a pair of ski goggles, Sarah. (laughs) Ski goggles have got – the ski goggles that I had had a slightly amber tinge to the lens. It weren't bright. They weren't bright orange, but it it was yellow in nature. And so what I did was I stuck these silly looking ski goggles on my face. And at the time I was watching reruns of the TV series Mad Men. Did mm-hmm. either of you ever watch Mad Men? You know, I never, I've seen it, but I never got into it. Not that it was a bad show, but I just never got into it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I got into it at this stage. And so at about 10 o'clock at night, I would put on these silly goggles and I would watch Mad Men um, through the, the yellow lens of the ski goggles uh, lens and what i found was that i actually started to feel tired a lot quicker mm-hmm. and when i finally removed the ski goggles turned off Mad Men, and, and went to sleep i realized that i was sleeping more soundly in the night and then when i woke up i was like oh that's interesting i actually feel a little bit better now obviously there's the danger of it being the placebo effect right you really want something to work yeah. and so you believe that it does so I, I, I gave this a really good shot for at least a few weeks. Um, and, I, and then after a few weeks, I was like, you know what? My sleep actually is better. I'm, I'm, I'm sold on this. Um, on a Friday night, however, a friend of mine texted me and said, James, we're, we're around the corner on Santa Monica Boulevard. We're at the Laurel Hardware restaurant. I'm out with some friends. Come out and meet us. Now, when he texted me, it was about 10.30 on a Friday. I'm sitting at home wearing these stupid-looking ski goggles. (laughs) I wanted to go out and meet my friend, but I also wanted to sleep well that night because I had to get up early the the next morning. And so I was stuck in this position of, well, hang on. I'm not going to go out to a Hollywood restaurant wearing a pair of ski goggles. Um, At the same time, I really want to sleep well. And that was when the idea hit me. I was like, you know what? I got to put this orange lens into a stylish enough frame that I would feel comfortable and confident going out in public wearing a pair of blue light blocking glasses. And so that was where the idea came to create Swannings. And so um, I reached out to manufacturers. We put, the, um, we put a very orange lens, um, made sure that it blocked the amount of blue light that messes with our melatonin production. So I got, I got just the right level of orange in the lens and I put it into a stylish enough frame where now um, me and thousands of, of people around the world now wear their Swannies glasses out at nighttime to restaurants, to, to bars, in their home, they're watching TV with them. And, uh, and now you know people around the world are, are sleeping considerably better because they're blocking that blue light and they're also feeling pretty stylish in, at the same time. You know, that's so important that you married those two worlds together because, you know, we we are concerned about how we appear to other people, especially in the nightlife and things of that sort. But more and more people are starting to care about how they feel and how they function and their health and well-being. And we don't want to have to sacrifice, you know, one or the other. Why not have it all? So I think that's incredibly creative. And, and also, I mean, people that have you know, a good few nights of rest, because that's rare for a lot of Americans. You know, you get one good night, and then maybe a week later, you get another good night, and it's a couple weeks later, and you get another good night, and it's so sporadic that you don't have these consecutive, like, really good sound Mm -hmm. sleep, and and that's just so important for our daily function, and and that's something that I did want to dive into a little bit more, because I know that from my perspective, at least, you know, when I'm working my ass off and I'm working really hard and I don't function 
you know, the hundred percent the next day because I've been up four or five times and I'm watching TV before bed or I'm on my phone and doing stuff like that. Like I can totally, totally tell a difference and I'm just lacking in every aspect. And I think sleep, as we mentioned earlier, has to be one of the most neglected fields or neglected areas in the health field that not a lot of people talk about. So I'm really happy you're talking about this. And I know, uh, I know you probably talk with Sean Stevenson. He does some stuff on that as yes. well. So yes, yeah, yeah. Sean Stevenson's great. He's a big sleep advocate, and uh, Ben Greenfield, who's a friend of mine as well, and uh, Dr. Michael Bruce, who's um, generally re- regarded as one of the top sleep doctors in in the U.S. Um, he goes on the Dr. Oz show. Um, uh, many times to talk about sleep, they're all huge proponents of uh, of blue light blocking glasses um, yeah. in, in general. And and you're you're absolutely right, Chris. Um, you know, sleep is one of those things that we humans have neglected in the last few decades. Um, as particularly in the last in the last decade, um, as soon as that iPhone was created in yeah. two thousand and two thousand and seven, we. Uh, we essentially made those phones mini suns. We're essentially staring into mini suns every single day. I mean, I, I know I'm pretty pretty addicted to my phone. I, I look at it a lot um, throughout the day. And then, um, but you know, it, it, all that blue light, just imagine it, you're looking straight into a sun. That's essentially what it's doing. And so you wouldn't do that during the daytime. So why are we doing that in the nighttime? We, we really do have to protect our eyes from these devices so we can sleep better. Um, and, you know, if we're not sleeping well, it just it creates so many problems in our life, not just physical health, but our, our mental well-being as well. Yes, absolutely. So is this something that I'm assuming, considering this is your business, that you rarely ever miss a day of actually wearing these things uh, at nighttime? And I can imagine the the benefits that you do have after all these years of wearing them. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I haven't missed a night of wearing them since I since I created them. Um, so it's been you know more than two years now. I mean, just last night. Um, I was out I, I, um, with some some of my staff here in Brisbane, and uh, I drove home. I I didn't wear the glasses at home, uh, sorry, in the car. Um, as soon as I got home, I knew that I wanted to be in bed asleep uh, around 11, around 11 uh, p.m. Uh, I knew that I'd be talking to you around 7 a.m. local time here in Brisbane, Australia. So uh, at 10 p.m. last night, I put my glasses on for the last hour before I was going to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I wore them consistently. And you know what? I watched a little bit of, of, uh, of TV last night when I got home. Uh, I like to watch a little bit of TV. It kind of comes down um, towards in the last hour before I sleep. I put the glasses on. I watched the TV um, while wearing my glasses. When I got up and brushed my teeth, I made sure that I was wearing my Swanee's glasses as I brushed my teeth. Even when I got into bed last night and, and had the bedside lamp on, I actually went into um, into YouTube and I started watching um, a couple of scenes from a, a movie from 20 years ago called Thin Red Line. For some reason, that the it was a very, this very famous war movie, The Thin Red Line, popped into my head. And so as I lay in bed, um, I was wearing my Swanee's glasses and I watched about 10 minutes of some scenes from that movie, The Thin Red Line. And then... 
finally, when it was time to sleep, just before 11, I, I put my phone down and I reached over, I switched off my bedside lamp. And only then, when I was in the darkness, did I remove my Swannies blue light blocking glasses, put them on the side, on my bedside table. And then I, uh, I lay back and I, and I went to sleep. So it's very important that um, we protect our eyes in that last 45 minutes or last hour before you actually want to sleep. And, and you'll note there that what I didn't do was wear them for half an hour and then take them off to brush my teeth in the light. Because what you want to do is you want to block that light right up until you turn the last light off. Mm. There's no point no point blocking the light for half an hour and then taking the glasses off and exposing yourself <laughs> sure. to the light for, for the last five minutes because all you're doing is telling your brain, oh, it's daytime again. It makes so I, much gonna, sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that makes so much sense. It's, so, it's really such a simple concept and it, it's something that we're having to adjust to in this technological age, you know. And well, and then all the light pollution in our mm -hmm. cities and everything and, you know, we're so disconnected now from nature and actually, like, so Sarah and I, as we tell a lot of our guests that don't really know us, we lived in um, pretty rural parts of Africa. So the sun comes up at 6.30, it goes down at 6.30. You live by candlelight if you want light in your house and that's it. So honestly, the best sleep I've gotten in my whole entire life was in that type of environment where I wasn't exposed to all the light pollution and everything else. Absolutely, even in my, my village, which had electricity, it was, you know, you weren't able to depend on that. I was out of electricity more often than I had it and there was a time period I went about five weeks solid without having any electricity and those were the five weeks I slept absolutely the best because you know like he said the sun goes down around 6 30 and it gives you a couple hours to wind down and to be in that darkness before you fall asleep or go to bed and it's just such a simple concept that we've lost Yes. Well, that, that's the way that we lived, Sarah, for tens of thousands of years, mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of years. I mean, think about it. Um, right up until Thomas Edison mass produced the light bulb, that's how we lived our life. Like, like the sun would come up, we'd get up, we'd go out and hunt and forage and, and live our lives during the day. And then when the sun would go down, we'd light a candle or we'd make a fire and then we would go to sleep. And that, that was the way it was. And by the way, candlelight and firelight does not disrupt melatonin production. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> yeah. So it, in actual fact, um, the, the mass production of the light bulb in the late 1800s and the early 1900s, um, as good as that, as amazing as that invention has been, and it's kept us up later and... Um, you know, it enables us to do all of these things in the nighttime that we ordinarily were, were not able to do for, for many thousands of years. That, that invention and that creation has actually created many diseases and many health problems um, and many real serious issues uh, for, for humankind um, as a species because now we are staying up longer and uh, our bodies are not recovering as well and because of that we've got all of these health problems and I'm not saying it's the only thing responsible I mean there's things like all processed foods obviously and uh, Wi-Fi and um, smoking and all these kind of things that, that, that cause health problems however we've had a 
fundamental shift in how long we stay awake and, and what we're doing while we're awake and our sleeping patterns in the last hundred years. And it hasn't been positive. <laughs> it, it's not like it's, in, it's improved the situation any. So it makes total sense, Sarah, that you, that you slept so well during that, that period because you were not exposed to electronic light. You, 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 know, you got up when the sun got up. You, you started to, to go down when the sun went down. And then, like you said, you slept you slept soundly. So it, it makes perfect sense when you really break it down like that. Absolutely. You know, and it's, it's so important to remind people that when we're asleep, we're in a fasting period where our, for not only digestion, but just rejuvenation in general, your, your body is repairing itself. And the longer we can give it that space to heal itself, the more productive we are the next day. And we can take on our workload and relationships and everything in our day-to-day -day life with a clear mind and it's it's something I think some people don't realize they're starving of until they get sleep and then they're like wow I lived this long without getting a good night's sleep yeah yeah it's amazing how do you feel when you when you have a great night's sleep and then how do you don't have a great night's sleep like what's the what's the difference it's just, you know, you've got that clouded mind. I know that yeah, when I have a... Yeah, it's the clarity of mind that you get, obviously, when you have an excellent night of sleep and you just feel so... You feel present. Mm -hmm. You know, when you feel... That's the best way I can explain it. When you don't have that that good night's rest, you feel clouded and sluggish. distant and sluggish and you don't really... You just feel, obviously, not yourself. Critical thinking. You can kiss that goodbye. You yeah. know, making any important decisions for your work for your, your split second reaction timing with your instincts is before mm -hmm. too. And that's extremely important if you're, you know, who knows what's gonna come up in your day where you might have to think on your feet like that. And I mean, disease starts to set in when your body is compromised like that. It can't fight things as they come through. And it's just, yeah. it's like you said, it's not the only cause of you know, poor health. But it's so. a major contributing factor. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. Consider this scenario. Let's just say that you have a poor night's sleep. Uh, maybe that's you know you only get five hours sleep, or maybe you get seven hours, but you toss and turn in the night. And let's just say that you wake up feeling tired, lethargic, and sluggish. So, what happens? Well, now we drag ourselves out of bed. Because we're tired and lethargic, we're more likely to want to eat a sugary food to try and get an energy burst, aren't we? So we're more inclined to reach for uh, a sugary donut or a bagel. We'll, we'll have some, some sugary cereal, for example. Maybe if we get a coffee, we're drinking a coffee in the morning. Instead of having a black coffee, we put two sugars in it and a little bit of cream so we can boost our energy levels. Then what? What happens? Well, we go to work, and now all of a sudden, because we've had that sugar and we have that huge spike in our insulin, then we crash, don't we? We crash. We start to feel tired and sluggish again. So now we reach for some more sugary foods or some carbs, and now we get an energy burst again. Maybe we drink a soda, uh, and then we crash again. And so our whole day is now in this perpetual cycle of making poor decisions because we started the day feeling tired and, and lethargic in the first place. Now, of course, when we're putting that, that, that terrible food into us, 
that affects our clarity, it affects our performance. And when we don't perform well, maybe we don't get that raise or promotion at work. Um, maybe we're a little bit late for an assignment or a project. Maybe we snap at our colleague or we snap at our wife or husband, or we get more irritated with the kids than we might ordinarily um, have been. And then that affects our relationships. And then because our relationships are suffering, well, we're so stressed at the end of the day, so we're more inclined to reach for a glass of wine at the end of the day. Oh, I just need a glass of wine or a beer just to, just to relax. And so now we're having a drink at the end of the day just to calm our nerves and just to relax after a tough day. And now that drinking is now making us more inclined to have dessert, which we ordinarily wouldn't have had. Or because we're having a couple beers, we're more likely to eat fries with the burger instead of just having the burger. And so now we're putting on some weight and because we're putting on some weight, we're feeling more sluggish and tired. Plus, we're also not feeling that great about ourselves because we, we're lacking in confidence. And then we go to sleep or we watch a bit of Netflix at night because we just want to relax. We're staring into that blue light from the screen. We're scrolling in our phone. We're looking at Facebook and Instagram and we're going to sleep. And the whole vicious cycle starts again. And it all resulted in, in you know, it all started having a poor night's sleep. That poor night's sleep is initiating a whole day of poor decision-making, which is keeping us stuck in this cycle that we don't, we don't want. So yes, you know, staring into blue light and, and, and will affect your sleep, but it will also affect your, your weight, your relationships, your happiness, your money, your overall well-being. And, and I think when people realize that, it's, it's kind of like a wow. I'm really seeing where this this fits into everything. I'm seeing how this one little thing is affecting so many other areas of my life. Couldn't have said it better myself. That was a, a wonderful play-by-play. -play. <laughs> and, you know, I, I told you before we got on the, the actual interview that I didn't want to dive too much into the alcohol just because that could be a whole other subject. But, I, you know, you did mention that. And I think that's really important to now just kind of shift into it just a little bit because – you know, you're marrying these worlds together, so to say, and you have this 30 day no alcohol challenge. And, you know, alcohol is such a large contributing factor to us not being able to actually get a sound night of sleep besides the light. I mean, the alcohol alone is is huge. So having having this challenge that you offer, I think, is incredibly important. And, and people do really feel that clarity in mind when you do give up alcohol. Sarah and I personally don't drink. And since we stopped drinking, I don't know how long ago it was, but we've felt so much better just by giving up that aspect of our lives. Yeah, I, I'm the creator of a program called 30 Day No Alcohol Challenge, and I've put thousands of people across the world through this, this challenge. Essentially, I just help you quit alcohol for 30 days. I don't, um, I don't ever say to people that alcohol is the devil and alcohol is bad and I don't even encourage people to quit drinking forever. I just encourage people to quit drinking for 30 days. And then afterwards, you know, you make it, you make a decision from there. You can either go back to drinking or you can just, you know, stay quit. Uh, and most people who do my, um, who take my 30 day, no alcohol challenge will either, um, do those, will either stay quit and they don't go back or, if they do go back, they do so at a far reduced rate 
um, than you know the level that they were drinking beforehand. And just to be clear, um, Chris and Sarah, I was never a huge drinker. I mean, I drank enough. I would consider myself a social drinker. I would have a you know a drink or two at night time, maybe a few more on the weekend. But in 2010, I realized that you know after about 20 years of, of drinking as an adult, I'd put on a little bit of weight. My skin was pretty weathered. I was feeling tired and lethargic. And I just got tired of waking up in the morning feeling tired, even after just having one or two drinks. And so I decided to quit for 30 days just as an experiment. And um, in 30 days of not drinking, I lost 13 pounds of fat, if you can believe it. Um, I did sleep better. Um, my relationships improved. Uh, I started attracting uh, what I perceived to be a higher caliber of person into my life. Uh, I was a lot calmer. And so after 30 days, you know, I looked in the mirror and I went, wow, you actually look, you look pretty good, James. And you're feeling a lot, feeling a lot better just from cutting out this alcohol. Why don't you just keep going? And so I kept going and I, I have not touched a drop of alcohol since. So it's literally been, um, you know, almost eight years now since I, since I had my, my last drink. And people kept asking me about this, you know, like, because, because after a year of not drinking, well, I mean, I looked fantastic. I felt terrific. I was happier and calmer. I had more money in the bank account and people kept asking me about it. And then finally, after, you know, two or three years of people asking me about it, I thought, oh, you know what, I'm just going to create a program. I'm going to create a community here and, and maybe some other people will want to join me. And that's how the 30 day no alcohol challenge was, was, was really created. And now, People across the world have been quitting for 30 days and then either staying quit or, or reducing alcohol and, and feeling considerably better. That's wonderful. I love how you said, too, that it's it's not necessarily about making the decision to never drink again or that alcohol is bad because it's all about following your intuition and reading your social situation and how you're feeling in that moment, you know, um, being intuitive on why you're drinking too um mm. because yeah. it's you know for example i had a margarita a few weeks ago at my grandmother's memorial gathering because that was her favorite drink and although i hadn't drank in like what almost a year it was an intuitive decision that i felt was you know i felt connected in that moment and then it stopped there but it's like helping people to at least go that 30 days without it 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 changes so much it just kind of lifts this veil into this world that you wouldn't have known unless you tried it and i think that gives them that power to then make a decision of being more conscious of when they consume alcohol or how much they consume alcohol because it does feel amazing you yes. know it feels so good without it doesn't it it's ama it's amazing what what you actually lose when you when you quit alcohol for a time is brain fog that's a huge thing. A lot of people, you know, you wake up and you're kind of like, you're a bit foggy. Um, you also lose weight. So if you if you feel like you're carrying a few extra pounds, um, you know, just cutting out alcohol. It's amazing how many calories are in alcohol, guys. Did you, you know how, much, how many calories are in a glass of red wine? It's crazy. It's kind of like the equivalent of uh, almost a slice of pizza. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> wow. And, and a beer, and you know, beer um, is kind of like the equivalent of, of one and a half donuts. So every time you have a beer, you just imagine that you're eating a, a Dunkin' Donut 
you know, like a Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> Krispy Kreme donut. That's the amount of calories that you're you're putting into your your body. Um, so yeah, so so people who who have quit alcohol for thirty days, um, they they report um, no more brain fog, increased clarity of mind, um, weight loss, um, improved skin. I tell you what, it's amazing how better looking you get when, when you quit alcohol for a time, guys. It's amazing. So I do have a warning for you and your listeners. You will get better looking if you quit alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, because skin is actually the largest organ in, um, uh, in your body. And so when you, when you drink wine, white wine, red wine, vodka, tequila, beer, whatever your drink of choice is, what you're doing is you're putting toxins into your body. And those toxins show up in your face okay so um have you ever seen someone who who obviously hasn't slept very well what happens they have bags under their eyes don't they mm -hmm. yeah so essentially what that is is that your body your skin is unable to repair itself that's what bags under the eyes are so your your skin becomes kind of mushy and and and, and um and weathered and so you can see that in someone who has not slept well and you can see that in someone who has been drinking as well because the drinking dehydrates the skin okay dehydrates the skin plus drinking also adds toxins to the skin and then if you're if you're drinking at nighttime which most most people who drink do it compromises your sleep and so you're not sleeping as well which also compromises your skin so you just you have this this kind of like triple whammy where your skin just cops a real bashing almost because you're 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 not allowing it to repair itself. You're adding toxins to it, which gives it a weathered look, and then you're also not sleeping as well, which also gives it a weathered look. So um, so re even just reducing drinking is going to improve your skin, and people will start complimenting you, going, "Wow, have you been working out? Wow, what's going on with you?" you you look terrific. So, um, so even just reducing drinking will will improve your looks just from your skin alone. The other thing uh, um, that that not drinking, um, how not drinking helps you is that it helps you sleep better. Yeah. So people think that having a glass of wine or a beer at the end of a long hard day is, is actually going to help you sleep better. And and the truth is is that it can actually make you sleepier and and help you to fall asleep however your sleep is compromised it's not quality sleep because what happens is is that when you drink and then go to sleep you don't spend as long in that deep rem restorative phase of sleep so even though you might be asleep it's not quality sleep which is why when people wake up even after seven or eight hours of duration of sleep they still feel tired it's because it wasn't quality sleep. So, um, so while a drink at the end of the night might help you, might, might you know make you believe that you're relaxing and it's good for you and helping you prepare for sleep, you're going to be paying for it eight hours later when you do finally wake up. You're going to be feeling a little bit icky and your sleep um, would have been compromised. So. Um, you know, look, I, I'm not here to say that alcohol is the devil and that you should quit forever. That's not my place to say. Um, but even just 
reducing your alcohol and starting with a 30-day break. Maybe you do the 30-day no alcohol challenge, for example, or maybe you just take seven days off or maybe you, you do it with some friends. I think you're going to see massive, massive changes in all areas of your life, your sleep, your health, your looks, your mental clarity, your relationships. It really can be a huge game changer for many people. What I'd like to do is challenge our listeners to do the double whammy and do the 30-day challenge, no alcohol. And get a pair of those swannies. And combine the two. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do that, you, 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 I'm telling you, you'll, you'll, your sleep will improve uh, drastically, which will be terrific. And like I said, you know, just some of the benefits you, you could get from that would be, well, first of all, you, you'll save a bit more money because you won't be buying as much alcohol and then with the glasses you know your sleep will be better so you'll wake up you'll feel more refreshed you'll have more mental clarity uh, you'll um, be more focused uh, throughout the day you can have weight loss you'll feel happier because you're happier you have more energy because you've got more energy you'll improve your relationships because you've got better relationship beer it, it just it, it it just is this beautiful uh, synergy that's going on here if we can sleep well, if we can just start the evening from a great night's sleep and then start the day with, with energy, happiness, vitality, and, and just incredible You know, and who doesn't want that? <laughs> I know I know. we'll be getting our hands on a pair of those glasses too. Absolutely. Well, great. Well, you, you're rocking them. I want to see, I want to see the stylish, uh, stylish couple rocking the, the, rocking the glasses. <laughs> Don't... Don't be wearing ski goggles, Sarah. That's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw some pictures on the Instagram for you. Um, well, again, it was very much appreciated you coming on and talking about this because I think this is, again, something that we've been wanting to get on for quite some time, this topic, and uh, you really covered the gamut on it. And uh, can you just uh, give our listeners a you know, a place to find you, whether that's social media, your website, so they know where to buy a pair of these and maybe do this, you know, alcohol-free challenge? Yeah, sure. Uh, in relation to the to the glasses, if you go to swanwicksleep.com, and I'll spell my last name for you. It's one of those peculiar ones, but it's uh, S-W-A-N-W-I-C-K. My, my, the actual pronunciation of my last name is Swanwick. It's a silent W, but um, one of the things I've discovered um, from being in America is that Americans in particular don't really like that silent W, so they've been wanting to say the, the wick part. So now, just for ease, uh, we call our company Swanwick Sleep, and I just say that you know my name is James Swanwick. Um, uh, so yeah, you can go to swanwicksleep.com. Um, we're also on social media and Instagram and at swanwicksleep. Um, and our Facebook page as well as is, is Swanwick Sleep. And then in relation to the uh, the 30-day no alcohol challenge, uh, if you'd like to join our community of, of, of people around the world, and um, you can go to 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com. Um, and when you sign up to that program, what I actually do is I, I send you a video every day um, which just reminds you to not drink that day. And, and, and I give little tips as well. Like I help you to socialize without drinking because a lot of the questions I get, Sarah and Chris, from people are, oh, well, how am I going to socialize without drinking? Oh, all my friends drink. Like how am I, I going to have a good time without drinking? One of the videos that I'll send you um, 
is going to show you how to have a great time and how to have a lot of fun um, while drinking water or soda water, even when if friends around you uh, are drinking wine and, and beer and so forth. Um, and then you'll also go into a, a Facebook group of other people. And uh, a lot of my members have made friends with new people around the world and they go hiking together and um, do fun exercises together. All of these great sort of non-alcohol uh, activities. Perfect. Thank you so much for everything. And um, we really had a great time talking with you and hopefully we can reconnect soon. Yeah, thank you. Incredibly informative. He's a great storyteller too. What a great radio voice. <laughs> I think that's probably why he was on SportsCenter. <laughs> but yeah, so let's give you a little health tip. I know that episode was full of health tips, uh, thanks to James and all of his wonderful explanations. But So you want to amp up your sleep a little bit more? Definitely buy yourself a pair of Swannies. But there's some amazing herbs that you can use as well to help you with this. And some of my favorite herbs to use would be valerian root. That'll knock you on your ass. That will. So be (laughs) careful and give you some nice vivid dreams if you want to explore the dream world. Uh, So valerian root, we want to look into chamomile, California poppy. Lavender. Lavender. A mix of all these would be great. You can even get some melatonin. But, you know, there's some really good sleep formulas on the market I'm working on my own as we speak, but uh, for example, you can go on Amazon and check out Deep Sleep. Uh, I would highly recommend the tincture. Any tincture liquid form will act a little bit quicker than a, than a capsule form, but Deep Sleep's great. Their tinctures are amazing, and they really do work very well. I agree wholeheartedly. We go through those like crazy. That's we why we're making our own tincture. Yep. So, guys, in the beginning of our episode, we wanted to offer you an opportunity to transform your life, and this opportunity is here now. So, this message is going out to all vegans, all right? If you're vegan, stick with me here. Vegans, are you wondering why people cannot see what you see, and you are just overcome by these feelings to just shake them all awake to your truth? I know how that feels. (laughs) Is your body clinging on to those stubborn health ailments induced by your poor, quote-unquote, past life eating habits? Or do you have so many passions, so many goals, so many desires, but you don't know how to put them together so that you can reach your full potential and make an impact on this world in a positive, meaningful way? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, then we'd like to set aside an hour for you and us to hop on a call and dive deeper into where you're currently at, where you're looking to go, and how we can potentially help you get there. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for a free clarity call with us at www.soulandwonder.com forward slash application. But listen, spots are super limited. We're only able to help a few people at a time because we work with you so intimately and there's just two of us, right? So spots are incredibly limited. But you know what? One by one, we can all work together to make this world a better place. And it truly does start with you. It starts with your decisions to make your life better, to fully transform and open up to the possibilities. So 
schedule your call with us for this for clarity on your life goals what's standing in your way and of course how we can help you get through to the other side of long-lasting happiness vibrant health profound self and worldly connection all right so once again you can schedule a free chat with us to figure out how to do this at www.soulandwonder.com forward slash application Thank you so much for sticking around, guys. We cannot wait to see you again. The N-OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving.